Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Dope Black Woman podcast. I'm Leanne and today we have the dream team here with us. That was Ropa, that wasn't a bird in the background. <laughs> Although there are loads of birds, donkeys, there's also sheep behind us. Sheep. Rashan, tell them why they can hear birds chirping in the background and donkeys and sheep. So we partnered with Airbnb for a special trip to reconnect reconnect. and be in a a new space that we might not always be in. Mm -hmm. And we're in the countryside right now. Mm -hmm. Is that a country accent? I don't know. (laughs) But uh, a little bit. (laughs) We're in the countryside right now and we have a beautiful view. Stunning. That you can't see. But if I was to describe it, it's Mm -hmm. like... Gone. The Caribbean. (laughs) <laughs> that was nothing extreme. like the Caribbean. That was so extreme. It's the Caribbean meets the UK. <laughs> <laughs> what the sun? It's just the sun. The sun, the vibes. The, I can see palm trees. There's palm trees. There's palm trees. There are palm We're on trees. a really high hill. Yeah, it's just a beautiful scene. Catching all the views. Um, we'll post a picture online so people can see it mm-hmm. when this goes live. Mm-hmm. And the property itself is amazing, right? Like stunning, absolutely stunning. What's been your favorite part of of the? house itself like the property Ropa. the panoramic windows oh yeah this is like incredible like i get why they have blinds there's no blinds here like zero blinds it's just darkness just at night views. time <laughs> just views straight views and the heated floors and the heated oh, yeah. floors that is i think the kitchen is probably my favorite part yeah, yeah. My, mine was gonna be the island yeah, yeah. I really, like, this, the island is so big that we can all literally just chill Make cocktails, have space. Just vibes. The vibes. island with the views. Yeah. And the inbuilt speakers. Yep. Okay, that's the top three. Top three. <laughs> island Highlights. Inbooks. And yeah. the beds are so comfortable. The goose down feather, mm-hmm. duvets. Mm-hmm. Well, Shan hasn't been sleeping very well since she's been no, here. But Sorry. I feel like there's a lot going on. If it wasn't going on, I'm sure I'd still appreciate the beds like yeah. everybody else. Yeah, no. And my room has a little balcony, so I can get the views, the little sunrise. Sunsets. Little sun lounge on there. Little lounges on there. Just catching all the vibes. No, it's been a great trip. Yeah, it has been. And it's been nice to reconnect. So most people don't know who the Dream Team is. I think that's our little internal nickname. Mm -hmm. The Dream Team is the name of our group chat. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So the Dream Team consists of myself and Roshan, who are both co-founders, as most of you probably already know. And then... The third and final member of the dream team is Ropo. 
Okay, guys, where's my chest? Oh, please introduce yourself. Sorry. I'll do the chest. I don't know. I was waiting for Leanne to Oh, sorry. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. And the final special, sensational person on the team is Ropa. I'm not gonna speak until you introduce me. Guys, properly. I need a proper introduction with the proper titles. Thanks. Rafa, <laughs> talk to us about you. Guys, I am the what is it? The PR lead, yes. PR sponsorship lead for Dope Black Women. Been at this for a minute. You've been here from basically the beginning. Beginning, pretty much. Doing up social media. That was fun. <laughs> Back in the days. She the was our, she was the our, do you know what I mean? I was in 10. She was our social content babes. And now she's fully fledged member of the team. She's got oh, the tattoo to prove it. It's on her left. I'm not yours. <laughs> not so, wait, DBW. <laughs> oh my gosh, there. guys, should we get DBW tattoos? Absolutely not. <laughs> Why not? I don't even have one tattoo and I'm going to have DBW. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, that makes sense. That was the first one. Commitment. Yeah, on so the, much you love us on, on the 20th anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> so let's buy this out for 20 years. Let's see if it sticks. On the 20th anniversary, I'll get a little D somewhere. Yours, not serious. It's like those women who have been waiting on their man to marry them for like 10 years and they're just waiting and waiting, and you're just gonna wait until 20 wait, years no. to make it real. I don't have a tattoo. In 20 years' time, I feel like it's time for me to get a tattoo. No, I think it's about time right now. Right now, I'm... How old did you be? 46? Exactly. Yeah, 45. (laughs) Babes. Some people think I have a midlife crisis. Yeah, that'll be the crisis. No, no, no. Just do it now. Avoid the crisis. We don't need no crisis. (laughs) Let's not do that. All right, let's do three fun facts with Ropa so that our audience can get to know her because they'll get to know a lot more of her over the next couple of months. This, This fun facts business... Guys, my life's not fun, you know. I have any interesting things. No, let's... Okay, so let's actually say two things that we've learned about Ropa this weekend. Because this weekend has been about us connecting as a team. And we've been doing lots of activities together, which we'll talk about in a second. Mm -hmm. But, Shan, what have you learned about Ropa that you didn't know before? This episode should be called Let's Meet Ropa. (laughs) I think think that's appropriate. Because it's actually the most we spent... Time to go back to the a lot of it's been yeah. virtual. Even yeah. before, when we was all in the UK and it wasn't COVID, it was still virtual. Yeah. yeah. But my two things that I've learned about Ropa, oh, the, I know what the first one is, but how do you phrase it again? Be nice. She has a no, no, it's <laughs> nice. She has an extremely oh yes good sense of judge. Is it judgment? Direction. No, what is it? Of direction. Yeah. yeah. Like me and Ropa went to town to get some fish, which was very expensive. But that's the <laughs> <laughs> story for another day. That's <laughs> the story for another day. And. We were just driving there with vibes. The sun was shining, the air was, a good time, guys. was clear, it was clean. <laughs> and on the way back, I'm like, bro, how are we going to get back? And Ropa got us there and back. We've only been to this area once, as in this time, and she got us there and back smoothly. So her, her sense of direction is top tier. And then another thing I've learned about Ropa... I'm trying to find a nice thing to say, in it? No, not a nice thing. <laughs> There's lots of things that are nice. What's podcast appropriate? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, um, actually, (laughs) she's good at making cocktails. Okay, that's a good one. Okay, yeah, I'll take that bartender. Put that on my CV. (laughs) I don't even like cocktails, and the cocktails were good. There we go. That's it. So that's a good thing. Okay, so two things I've learned about Ropo this weekend. Um, the first thing is that she is an immaculate, clean person, like immaculately clean. Every time we've do- like made dinner or done something, she's always like 
taking the broom out immediately. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that borders on OCD, but it's great in, if you ever want to live with Ropo. <laughs> you'll never live in a messy That's house. Just you. No, but I'll probably drive you insane because <laughs> I'll be looking at you like, why is that there? <laughs> but yeah. Uh, and the second thing is that she's mad spontaneous and like down. So yeah. yesterday yeah. we were all like lazing around the house, not doing very much. After we failed miserably oh, at trying to set oh up a gosh. hot tub. <laughs> Don't even say that again, please. I'll start crying. Now. Shan brought a hot tub by a black-owned business. Yes. yes, um, yes. To set up for those during, instructions. <laughs> during our Airbnb oh, trip. <laughs> and I guess we were unsuccessful because it kept deflating and the water just didn't get hot. Yeah. How many black women does it take to set up a hot tub? It was more than three. But she was like, you know what, guys? It's okay. We're going to go for a walk. We're going to go on a hike. Oh, and it was yeah. our, we got ice cream. We so met some donkeys. people in town. Yeah. It was actually, yeah. And it so it made, yeah, it made the rest of the trip, even though we weren't able to be luxurious. At that point, I'm not going to lie. I was feeling a bit deflated. Really? Yeah, I was. Yeah. I really wanted to go in the jacuzzi. Same. With yeah, some champagne. Yeah, and that would have been like, a vibe. But then yeah. there's there's more Yeah, I was like, oh, Rishan, um... She's like, yeah, yeah, I kept saying that as well. She's like, um, she's like, what are we gonna do, guys? Should we make an executive decision? Okay, I have no nice solution. But, I, but even if we didn't have the hot tub, yeah, I mean, we really did want to have it. I feel like it's still been a really good, like, no, definitely really good amazing. Time. Yeah, it's been a nice time to just like wind down and just chill out, relax, take in nature. It's been nice to wake up to birds. Yeah, typing. yeah. That's I didn't think I'd like that, you know. No, it's nice. Because so it's, it's actually very loud here. It is, but like it's nature but loud, nice, not like yeah, noise pollution, traffic loud. Yeah, yeah which exactly. is nice. It's not like your neighbors change. arguing loud. <laughs> I don't know about that. My neighbors don't have domestics like that. But I fine. don't hear my neighbors. <laughs> yeah. <at all>. So, <laughs> FYI, Ropa and I actually live in the same development. Yeah. Very yeah. randomly, and. I don't hear na- I don't hear my neighbors not at, at all. all. Not at all. It's Literally, so I only have one neighbor that I hear. It's because their balcony is like adjacent to my bedroom window. Okay, and our bedroom fine. window is always open. Right, and they're just all hearing all the domestics. Okay, so Ropa, you have to tell us two things that you've learned about us. About okay, Shan and I. Hmm. Let me dig something nice. <laughs> I'm joking. Um. I feel like I knew this anyway, but like, we'll start Leanne. Because I need to. <laughs> you need time for Shan. Time, I need time to collect. Um, I think I knew this anyway, but I had never experienced it. You're really extremely a sensational cook. Oh, thank you. Like, no, it's ridiculous. Like, restaurant quality foods. Oh. That is nice. something I'm like, okay, I knew. But you know, it's different when you experience it yeah, yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Last time we thing. had an in person meeting, you didn't eat. Yeah. So that has been that has been a blessing. That has and been also, the highlight. While you're on that note, Leanne's gonna be bringing us back the recipes that we used to always do on our page. Yes, yes in yes. real form. So look out for that. Yes, yeah. A little Very young exciting. Plug. Yeah. Um, another thing. What's another thing? It's gonna sound like I'm copying what you said, but <laughs> you are also extremely down just to do whatever. Like, yeah, you're very sure. much like, we're doing this. Okay, cool, let's do it. We're going to play this game. Let's do it. Okay, we're going to walk. Let's do it. Just vibes. I like people like that. Just down for whatever. Shan. <laughs> I don't like this girl. These two have, like, a very <laughs> Thelma and Louise type relationship. It's very... <laughs> oh, 
It's very what? loving, but it's Conjurer. also very no, dangerous. Sad. I always say to my boy, you're like my little sister. And oh, no, this, I was literally this, about to say that. This trip has just defined I, it. Literally, I was just saying it off of vibes. <laughs> no, legit, like big sister teasing, gonna make fun of you, yeah. but like it's all love. You in the headlock, virtually. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Not my edges, girl. Not my edges, guys. Not my edges. <laughs> By the way, sad note, my edges have been intact this entire trip. The entire yeah, trip? I have not. You haven't redone it? No, just put my wow. headscarf on. What gel do you use? Um, got to be gel. The clear one, though. Ooh. I've been oh, using um, the one that you have, the green... Eco Styler. Eco Styler. Eco Styler. It makes my hair curly normally. Yeah, it mm, makes it curly straight. and it gives like a white... Um, after, if you use too much of it, it gives a white, it gives flaky. That's why my yeah, thing yeah, has yeah. this on it right now. The flakes yeah. are good. <laughs> I'm going to try got to be... Yeah, try the clear one, okay. the black one. Okay. Got sidetracked. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that kind of banter. You bought the the banter. You bought the vibes. Thanks, babes. Mm. And number two. And number two. Oh, jeez. Um. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> is very rude, and that's what we need to take away from this episode. Okay. No, it's because there's so much great stuff. I'm trying to filter through all the greatness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think that. But then this has always been a thing. You're also very, very encouraging. Oh, that's cute. That's yeah, true, in right? your own special way. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've had a few deep chats in today. We have. We've had a lot of like very introspective life conversations. And I think really I learned nice. a lot from both of you about more about your families. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. Thing. And true. I think it's not that it's not that I not that it's important for me to know about my friends' families' business. <laughs> but I think all <laughs> <laughs> oh, the tea, all oh, the juice. What I was gonna say this sounds very mad. Yeah. But I think seeing you talk to someone about their family helps you to understand them Damn, more. Person, yeah, true. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. It's and like, I feel like the same way, like vice versa. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was asking questions this morning. I'm like, Leanne, <laughs> yes, so tell me more. So yesterday you said this, but can I just ask you? <laughs> no, it's so true. When you learn about people's families and their upbringing and the things yeah. that they experience, it gives you insight as mm-hmm. to how they are. And even in terms of, because we've had a lot of conversations this mm-hmm. weekend about friendships, right? Yeah. About the Love. issues that we have with our friends <laughs> or... Yeah, the yeah. type of friends that we need, the ty- and we're all people that need space away from others people, in order to yeah. recharge and yeah, have like yeah. our own private time and that kind of thing. And so it's 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 interesting to know how we navigate our friendship based on what we know about yeah. our friendships that we have with other people. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's a good question. Actually, what's the biggest like? lesson that you've learned or thing that you will continue to incorporate into your own space based on the conversations that we've had this weekend i think boundaries yeah i think that's the biggest thing like just learning how to set your boundaries in the proper way rather because mm. i think people well let me speak for myself <laughs> i can just be a person that like once i feel like my boundaries have been crossed i just shut down mm. and i become reclusive but then there's never really that communication with the other person to give them a chance yeah to yeah. give them a chance to understand the reason as to why i've withdrawn yeah mm. but then hearing you guys is like stories and examples it's been like okay cool maybe like i do my part by communicating that to the other person what they do with that information is their own business but yeah. i've done my part about communicating that my boundaries have been crossed or this is my boundaries then that it's okay then for me to kind of move away and i think when yeah. you do it that way personally for me when i operate that way mm-hmm. it allows me to feel have a greater sense of discernment i've made the right decision mm-hmm. to then cut myself off from that person or remove myself mm-hmm. or change the dynamic of our relationship because I know I've actually given them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. But don't you just remove it? Yeah. I overthink a lot, as you already know, yeah. especially from this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but when you remove it, it's, I'll be thinking like, oh, should I go back? Yeah. Did I do the right thing? Did mm, I blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah? Do you get what I mean? Yeah. 
I think my lesson is that it's almost the opposite, not exactly the same thing, but mm-hmm. it's been really interesting because I think all three of us are very different. Mm-hmm. We're all different. We all come from different places, different mm-hmm. backgrounds. We all are, well, we're different ages in some sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but we all accept each other in the space that we are all in yeah. and are very welcoming of that. Yeah. And I think that's also nice just to know that actually the type of people that you need in your life aren't people who are similar to you yeah. Yeah. or aren't people that have the same morals and values necessarily, but people that are willing to just accept you for who mm-hmm. you are and mm-hmm. meet you where you are, mm-hmm. which is very difficult to do sometimes. Because I remember Shat and we were talking about Oh, I think we were having a conversation about fathers and like, mm-hmm. you know, not knowing. I think all of us did grew up with not having fathers that were very communicative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now that we're older, we're learning so much about our dads. Yeah. But also accepting that actually this was who they were in back in the day and yeah. they couldn't have done better than than they did at the time yeah. mm. and just that idea of acceptance is i think probably mm. the biggest takeaway for me and it's something that i'll try to apply to my friendships and just like people that i meet moving mm-hmm. forward yeah i think right now the last like two weeks i've been in my head a lot yeah i get into my head a lot with friendships and i get into my head a lot just day to day so mm. for example Yesterday, I mean, look, I, it was a minor situation. It was a very yeah, minor situation yeah, yeah. to do with a guy. Love. <laughs> and, um, I called my, I was messaging my friend as I wasn't here about it, and then I said, "Let me ask Oprah her opinion." Because yeah. Oprah was there, and I asked Oprah, and she agreed with my friend. If yeah. I hadn't asked you when I was at home, you'd have oversat then. Like, I might have listened to what my friend said yeah. and still took her advice, but I still would have believed in what I was thinking yeah, and feeling. Yeah. But because you didn't know what my friend said, you're coming from an objective standpoint. Mm-hmm. And I, when I listened to you both speak, I was like, I actually, I actually see that I am just overthinking in this position. Yeah, yeah. But I also was able to see that in a bigger picture, you can almost over overthink to your detriment at mm-hmm, the time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I've ever done that before, but I'm definitely at an extreme high risk of doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I just feel like I need to get to that point where I can like rationalize my thoughts more to be able to just calm down my, and trust your my own inner judgment. Like, yeah. I think it's a thing of where you know you know exactly where it is but because there's that doubt that's like or oh, maybe it's, maybe maybe I'm wrong da, 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 da. or maybe I maybe I'm taking this the wrong way or maybe I'm taking this other way just trust yeah. your own judgment. I think I naturally overanalyze things yeah like even in my because my job is to be a journalist yeah. I naturally overanalyze I naturally yeah. ask questions yeah and for the most part that's not to my detriment for the most part that's an advantage yeah, yeah. different perspectives for knowledge yeah. Yeah. for the most part it's great yeah but sometimes when you're overthinking there's nothing to overthink yeah it's actually black and white and yeah. I'm trying to find the grey yeah that's when it, I think it's an issue yeah. and I think um so I'm reading this book which I'm going to do a giveaway with the book actually on the page called You've Got This by Dr. Michaela Dunbar and there's a whole chapter on overthinking Ooh. and um, when I read it I really related a lot to like what she was saying and the mm. tools and stuff and then I read that book and finished it and then came to this trip mm. so I felt like God would just use that as an example it. to be yeah. like babes reread that yeah. chapter like yeah. and apply it and apply it yeah. yeah that's really good that's mm. so funny you know what I was overthinking when I came here or when we were getting ready to come here we're on our way here and I was like, look at us, three black girls coming to Rye, yeah. East Sussex. <laughs> I was like, we're going to get arrested. <laughs> the neighbors are going to, because you know, you always hear Airbnb stories mm. or you always hear stories when people, you know, rent out spaces mm-hmm. and the police, uh, you know, show up because the neighbors have called. Yeah. But actually. We've had a great time. I, and I don't have any white friends, as we've said on the podcast before. So <laughs> I don't have a frame of reference. But everybody's been really lovely. They have. Yeah. Even the lady in the shop. 
you know, everyone has been so like helpful and really lovely and really sweet, like mm-hmm. really friendly. But this is not from Nottingham. This is normal. <laughs> <laughs> she said, "London's bad vibes." <laughs> This is normal, so it's like, yeah, it's been nice. No, but it's true. I don't know if you guys have ever hesitated in doing, Mm -hmm. like, these kind of country trips for Mm -hmm. the weekend because of that. But for me, I definitely have. Like, when my other friends say, oh, we're going to go rent out, like, you know, a cottage somewhere in Mm. the countryside, I'm always like, yeah, I get harassed by which white people. But actually... This I would do more of this. Like I would yeah. definitely come back A to this property. Yeah, hundred percent. And B explore more of the countryside via Airbnb. Yeah, I don't think I ever think maybe because I have more white friends than you. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I ever think I'm gonna have like direct issues. What I think it's of the passiveness for me is that because a lot of people in places that are outside of London are not used to black people, mm-hmm. things that we do that are very normal, like be loud or laugh loudly, yeah. are, they, are, are translated differently. Definitely. And I, it then makes me hyper aware of how I'm gonna show up in those spaces and how mm. they're gonna receive it. Mm. So then later on, maybe call the police. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. more, it's less about like, are they gonna call the police and more about how are we gonna be received. So like us being here and playing music, obviously we haven't been playing music to the roof come out. Yeah. But we play music loud. loud yeah. And it's then thinking, okay, are they now gonna assume we're having a party? Yeah. And then call the yeah. police because they're playing yeah. music. Yeah, actually, that's what I mean too. We're just playing little young, just, a young it's just, rhythm. It's just normal. It's literally just three black girls chilling. Yeah. Like nothing mad is Because this is okay. normal to us. Yeah, Whereas like 100%. from my experience with my white friends, my, my friends that my white friends don't play that that's not a thing to play music loud in your house really not, not in the way that black people do it okay. like i would like it's I, ingrained in our like even if you want to think about sunday morning cleaning sunday every day yeah, yeah, yeah like, i grew up it's with music in, every time it's literally ingrained in my house my mom's house we literally have a pastor walk my mom will play music at this time yeah then my stepdad then me, my yeah. brother takes over, yeah. and the kids will have one or two songs with it, and then it, <laughs> and then it, and then it just becomes it circles around like rotation. Yeah. Like to have music on loud, and the, the, the entertainment is music. Yeah. No yeah, one's yeah, talking, yeah. the vibe is music. Yeah. That's very normal in a black household. You go it to is. your grandparents' house or whoever's house, the music's on loud. Everyone's yeah. just chilling, it's no part speaking. of speaking. Yeah. I don't ever go to my, fr- my and I can, I can say that happened at a lot of my black friends' houses. I never went to white friends' houses or non-black friends' houses. And I had that experience. They play music in their room by themselves. Yeah, yeah of course. But it's not a. But it was never a thing. A that community. Thing. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Interesting. Which means when when you hear it at a loud thing, it's like party. Oh yeah, like for them, it's like shock to the system. They only hear it when it's party. Yeah. So for them, it can't be a normal thing. They can't really fathom it being just a. You're just chilling and you're listening to loud music. Why? It's so funny because this morning. Uh, Shan was getting, I think you were like getting ready or just getting up. <laughs> and she was playing soca music. Ropa was fast asleep. I was tucked away. <laughs> and I was up and I was doing my work and I was like, you know what? This is actually vibes. Like I'm in the bed mm-hmm. and I'm doing a little bit of work and now I'm like jamming from side to side. But actually, somebody else might have been annoyed by that. Like mm-hmm. if you had, I don't know if you one of your white friends would have been annoyed about it. But like it, it is true. It's culture. It's a very yeah. culturally yeah. normal thing. Yeah for us to do and that's the first thing that we did when we came in is we put music on yeah no i think that was just to set it sets the atmosphere i think it does it does set the mood sets the vibes and then we go forward from there well it's been a lovely trip and we are super excited to do more of these press trips you'll see more of this on the page for sure um this trip this house in particular is actually really interesting because it's very like family oriented Mm -hmm. right it Mm -hmm. makes it's very homely and one of the purposes of the trip was, yes, for us to reconnect, but to reconnect in a space that was kind of 
eccentric or off the beaten path mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. that's not like normal not typical from our day to day yeah it's yeah. very and it is very atypical from our day to day right i mean the deck is beautiful the garden There's guys layers. Has three levels. the garden has three levels <laughs> yeah As the garden's on a hill <laughs> <laughs> it is legit it's a, it's a hike it's a hike to get up the garden i was gonna say we actually went on a little bit of a hike yesterday we, we went on a walk we stopped by the water side mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we saw some donkeys and some horses yes we've seen all types of things like this is not normal by any stretch of the imagination like who says a donkey when was the last time you saw a donkey no it's not who can I... see it it's who can hear it from the bedroom <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing i woke up to donkeys this morning donkeys are birds making up bird noise nah and then we're gonna go to the beach today aren't we yes yeah, yeah. yeah. But something I wanted to ask you, because we've spoken about friendships quite a lot, yeah, mm. is um, what do you think is the best thing you bring to your friendships? And what do you think is something you can work on? Mm. <laughs> You're asking us to be accountable, Sharon. Jeez. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> no, yeah, no. Um, what do I bring to a listening ear? I feel mm. like my friends can always pick up the phone, if no matter what. Although my friend lives on Do Not Disturb, I'll call you back. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll get, like, they can always, like, the first person, I know a lot of my friends, the first, if something happens, the first person they're calling is me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's... How, how do you true. manage that, being a lot of people's person? It's hard, I can't lie. Honestly, it's actually really difficult, and especially as I'm getting older. And, like, do you know, like, I think beforehand, because life wasn't laughing like that, like, just... Mm. just finishing uni like your uni the biggest worry that you have is what party is happening next week yeah (laughs) like it was never that deep so it was i was welcoming it all like call me whatever i need gist because i've got nothing else better to do Mm -hmm. but now as you live life in adulting and you've got bills to pay and you've got your own issues going on it's not easy yeah because someone's calling you to solve your problems but you're like bro i've got my own issues what makes you think that i have time yeah you you mentioned boundaries a minute ago i feel like that's a really good example of where you need to enforce boundaries. Because I used to feel like that and I used to feel burnt out. And I remember being at uni and going to get a counselling from the uni Mm counsellor and the person said, Okay, talk to me about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Nothing I listed was my problems. I was literally about to say the and same thing. And she said, yeah. talk to me about what's going <laughs> on with, with you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. good. <laughs> yeah. Just, put my, just put my first card. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And at that point, I realised, I never. I saw her once and once yeah. only. She didn't even speak. But it's that At that point, cooking. I realised, I'm taking on so much baggage from other people. Yeah. I'm not feeding into myself. And that's mm. an issue that I find that I have. I internalise a lot of other people's issues yeah. where it, become, it begins to weigh on me. I could literally be, my life could be good. As good as it can get without a million points in my account. But it feels downtrodden. Exactly, yeah. because I've been, people have been offloading on me and I'm carrying those burdens for them. And they're gone easy breezy. I'll talk to Rupert, my life is good again. And it's me, <laughs> I'm carrying the weight of their issues. And there's so many. Yeah. So yeah. like, I'm like, I'm at a point where I'm like, I'm like boundaries. My, again, like I said before, my instinct is to just withdraw. But I'm like, no, that's not productive or conducive to building a good, strong, healthy yeah. relationship. So I need mm. to taken away from this trip is like setting proper healthy boundaries mm. through conversation to, through communication where we're both on the same page yeah rather just me being like deuces i'm yeah. out it doesn't it doesn't help because it'll be better for you in the long run because i had a friend 100%. and she called me the other day and she said oh shan um do you have capacity for 10 minutes for me to vent about something mm. and it's because i've always said to her in the reverse i don't mm-hmm. have capacity for mm-hmm. x mm-hmm. or 
if she's called me, I might be like, are you going to vent about... Because you know like, you know your friends are always there. Oh, 100%. I'm like, are going to vent about something? Yeah. yeah. It's the tone I, have that will come pass, I have capacity for five yeah. minutes. And then that's good And it hits 459 I'm like, I have to go now. And then it's because the, there's respect there. You're respecting the time that I have. Or you're even asking. So most of the time, it's like, quickly, you phone call. It's like, yeah, I'm calling you really quickly for something. But then the it's turning into... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's taking a lot of time away from me. And then, but then also, it's another thing where, if that's how you built your friendships i think that's another thing i'm beginning to learn about setting boundaries is people begin to expect that of you so when yeah. you remove mm. that like when you remove then you're that aspect, an asshole then yeah. i'm the idiot i'm the asshole i'm yeah. like being i'm the evil person but because i've set that tone yeah 100%. that's what they mm-hmm. always expect that's what a friendship is yeah. built off so i can't really blame that other person you can't for not realizing or for them being upset that i'm no longer there but then it also gives you a safe space if you have that 100%. scenario to then be like okay it's actually hit half an hour now i'm gonna go yeah whereas when those conversations aren't had it hits half an hour and you're thinking someone is, and then someone's looking at you like but what's the problem i'm halfway through my story <laughs> <laughs> but i'm like no yeah i think yeah so yeah that's like something i offer and what was the second question? And something you can improve on. Oh, we were just talking about this this morning. <laughs> what was it? I th- about um, the way sometimes I convey messages. I'm a very, like, sh- tough love person. Like, I will give people... Like, I will just say it how it is. But then sometimes it's not always received mm. the way that I've intended for it to be received. Yeah. And then I we then get into a bit of, like, a back and forth or like a misunderstanding where someone is like, no, but Ropa, like, you've offended me low-key by the way you've said what you said. But because I feel like that's not what I wanted to convey to you. Why are you offended? But I'm just beginning to realise I need to work on speaking to people in the language that they understand and they're receptive to, mm-hmm. rather than just assuming because it's coming from a good place for me, you must receive it that way. Yeah, I always say that it's good to curate the message that you're sending with the person that yeah. you're talking to. Yeah. Because the ultimate goal is for them to get it, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, literally. It's actually so true. Yeah, so simple as that. Yeah. Yeah. And we do that in our jobs. We do that in journalism. We do that mm-hmm. in PR. We do mm-hmm. that in advocacy. We curate messages to make sure that our audience Receive gets, it. receives yeah. it well. Yeah. And so we should be doing that in our personal lives as well. 100%. My mom so always true. says, um, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Mm. My mom used to always tell me, like, growing up, and you used to piss me off. <laughs> Why? Because you be like, sometimes with Shan, it's just your tone. Yeah, I'm like, go away. Oh, but listen to what I'm saying. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. It's the word that's coming out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. What's yours, Lee? Gosh. Um, what was the question? <laughs> when it comes to friendships, what do you think is the best thing that you offer and what's something you can work on? Um, so, okay, yeah. So, the thing that I think I'm good at in friendships is generosity maybe Mm. i think i'm quite giving of people and that kind of probably goes to what you guys are speaking about in terms of pouring into other people Mm. and making time and space Mm. for them and i think i i quite it's not completely selfless because i quite enjoy being kind to people Mm. and there is a certain sense of gratitude that i get out of or gratification that i get out of being kind and generous and knowing that i've done good things for people yeah um i think the thing that i need to work on the most is discerning or being more critical about who gets that generosity Mm. i have this tendency to just like pour unconditionally into everybody that's around Mm. me even when i just meet them (laughs) no it's true I didn't, yeah. if I meet somebody I'm quite open in terms of being honest and being open with them and, mm-hmm. and being just as kind to them as I would like my best friend of 20 years mm-hmm. but I think 
my aunt always says this to me be selfish and be understand that not everybody is worthy of your unconditional affection mm-hmm. and time 100%. and that will help to preserve the energy that you have for the people that actually deserve that generosity yeah yeah that ties into what you was about the boundary thing yeah. that you were just mm-hmm. talking about as yeah. well not everyone should have a piece of you yeah or have access to it and think they're entitled to it either exactly yeah that's how i got rid of my number <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can't call me. I Nobody can't text do. me. But that's inconvenient to you, though. No, but no, it's... No, what's that? A couple of weeks ago, Shan blocked everybody <laughs> that she speaks to on a regular book. basis. Everyone. And she had changed her number. You had changed your number, right? But I changed my number prior to that. I changed my you number in like November. To that, but didn't tell anybody. <laughs> but then also blocked everybody like a few weeks. And she didn't tell me. I think she sent me an email at some point in time. <laughs> no, I didn't email. I started recognizing that her phone wasn't working because she kept send, sending me messages on Instagram, email. But you know what? I It takes a lot of like guts and a lot yeah. of bold. boldness. It's bold mm. to very, to just, it's very bold to literally just cut people off and be like actually i need this time for me Mm. and that is a huge lesson that i think Mm. most black women can Mm -hmm. pick up on i think most black women don't often just say you know what me time Mm. no Mm -hmm. family no friends Mm -hmm. no kids Mm -hmm. no nothing because ultimately and yes you have a responsibility to your children and your family Mm -hmm. but how useful are you to them if you're not useful to you 100 percent. i feel like with the situation the other day it was less about like I wanted to switch off and more that like I had so much I've never I'm very self-aware and I, for the first time I felt out of control of my emotions mm-hmm. and how I was feeling mm-hmm. and I didn't know what support I needed at that time mm-hmm. so it only made sense to switch off from everyone so, so that I could clear my own thoughts mm-hmm. yeah so if, like that, when I reflect on that situation I don't think I handled it the best way because I made a lot of people worried because that's not how I would normally I would normally communicate and yeah. say I need a yeah. week away or whatever yeah. and just set boundaries and keep my phone on and know, I know that the people aren't going to respond because the people that I respect don't respect me back yeah. but at that time I was like I can't even put it into, I was in a very mad place that yeah. I was like it doesn't even matter if you're, if you're scared or worried like obviously I didn't think I'd be a risk and it wasn't a conscious decision but it was like I think everyone I don't need to care, I don't need to think about anyone else right now in this moment but me it, and, yeah. it was, and yeah. it was impossible to think yeah. about anybody else yeah, but no one, me which is you know what I mean yeah. it was just vibes and vibes and that's it <laughs> <laughs> the opposite of vibes it was that for a while yeah um, and it helped it yeah. helped but now I know okay cool when you're in that at least message my mom and say to my mom ex because the fundamental people everyone knows yeah. my mom yeah. yeah do you get what i mean or at least message my mom and a friend but yeah. it was like i just left every whatsapp group i just left like it was just it was just a lot and then the time before i made my phone number i basically when i was with my ex yeah he said to me oh he made a comment of saying that like he doesn't like how accessible pe- i am to people but in terms to mm. like men right and because it was my my man at the time saying that about men yeah. i'm not gonna lie i didn't deep it properly yeah, yeah. and i was thinking you're just being jealous, jealous yeah. because these guys are calling me and i'm not i'm not talking to them in an inappropriate way and my friends i'm not even entertaining yeah. the conversation too tough but he was basically like but there's there's adam and bob are calling from years ago how do yeah. they still how do they still have that connection to you but he was someone who would change his number every year so for me it was already we're completely different people i like yeah. the fact that i can have my number can be accessible mm-hmm. to people i haven't spoken to in years they can call me five years same. later yeah. i yeah. love that same. so at the time yeah. i didn't really deep it but then there was a period of time i was in where i was spending my time talking to people that are whatless and mm-hmm. i don't need to talk to mm-hmm. because they had access to me mm-hmm. and i was like my number's gotta go mm. so i literally just called ee and said i have a stalker 
or something like that. Like, why said, not? <laughs> no, 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 let me say the reason why I said this because I went into EE to get my number changed and oh, they were like, you can't get it changed. And okay. then the manager was like, if you say you've got a stalker, and I've had one before, so I just retold that story. I wasn't lying. <laughs> uh, the police, I even had to go to the police. This is a real story. I'm screaming. I said, I have a stalker, blah, blah, blah. I got my number changed. Yeah. And then at that time, I also had a, it wasn't in the same way as like, like more recently, but there was just a lot going on. So mm. I was like, the best way for me to do with this actually is to take advantage of actually my number and not yeah, give it to anyone. Yeah. So I only gave it to my mum because she's my mum. Yeah, of course. And my brother course, because my brother doesn't call my brother I'm my brother's person. Yeah. So I can't not have him have my number because yeah. my mum and dad are both people who you'll call them and probably won't get through. Yeah. So I can't have my mm. brother not have access to yeah. somebody to yeah. Especially when I'm his on. person. Yeah. But even since then, maybe like ten people have my number now. And like for example, my dad doesn't even have it because my dad doesn't respect boundaries. Yeah. In the sense that like my dad will call me at 7 a.m. because that's the most convenient time, time for, for him. him not that's not a convenient time for, for me. Yeah. So I can't give you my number because I can't trust that you you use, use my number appropriately. Because yeah. you haven't in the past when you have it. Yeah. And my auntie, for example, who's one of my, I focus about, I focus about her on this podcast a lot. I haven't given it to her because I know that she loves my dad that she'll give my dad the number. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Yeah, so it's like so a being, effect. So basically yeah, my strategic. phone now is set to private. Yeah. If I call you, it says private number. Yeah. And this is not going to, I mean, by the time November hits again, my, my, my number will probably be normal. Yeah. But it's helped a lot because my phone is most of the time, it's, it's inactive. Clear. No one's ringing yeah. it. The only people yeah. that ring it are people that actually need to speak to you. Do you get what yeah. I mean? And it's funny because I have you know mobile, I don't use it. I just WhatsApp you first. This is my point. Yeah. Most people talk to me on WhatsApp. Mm. So therefore, why do you need to have my number? Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> why? To disturb my teeth. Tell me why. Tell me why you need it. Do, no, when, I I, it. when I needed to switch off the other day, all I had to do was delete WhatsApp. But actually, I couldn't delete WhatsApp because of work. So I had to okay. block everybody. <laughs> so I'm like building my way up to you because my face stays on do not disturb. For similar reasons. I've been on it for four years. Like, <laughs> mine's been like, yeah, it's coming up to a year. But it's just helpful for peace of mind. Like, seeing notifications on my phone genuinely gives me anxiety. And I can't ignore them. Yeah, same. And then, But then I'm moving away from what I'm doing in this particular moment that might be necessary to my mental health or whatever I need to do just for myself and going to address issues that don't... I don't need to be addressing. Yeah. You know what's so funny is that I'm almost the opposite of that, which shows how little boundaries that I actually have. Mm. If I turn off my phone, I'm consistently thinking, but suppose somebody's trying to get in touch with me. And my phone is always dying anyway, but I'm constantly checking my phone because I think... Someone needs me. Yeah, and I think Mm. that probably goes back to when my parents were sick because I was constantly, like, aware Mm. of the fact that if something was... If there was an emergency, I needed to be able to, like, be be accessible. But no, people call me at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning because they know that I don't sleep. Mm. And it's not important like they will just be genuinely calling as you said because mm. it's convenient to mm. them i have a friend he's actually an ex of mine but we're like almost best friends or pretty much best friends now mm. um and he and he and his girlfriend have parted ways hopefully temporarily i think i think they'll figure it out but no he's calling me at like mad hours to talk about this issue mm. with him and his girlfriend mm. and i'm like it's not that important can you wait until I wake up? An appropriate I, hour, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I say that in my yeah. head, but I answer the phone. Yeah. And I'll talk it through with him mm-hmm. because I'm afraid I don't want him to be miserable and 100%. sad on yeah. his own. Mm-hmm. I get what you're saying, yeah, yeah. but I think... I have to get over that feeling, though. There, there, yeah. there needs yeah. to be a balance. And I think from my experience, yeah, and it's not easy when you don't have those boundaries now, but once you start enforcing it, everyone around you will actually respect adhere it and to enforce it. it to themselves no, as well. They'd adhere to it. Because, but they'll also yeah. apply it to themselves. I think it's a massive thing where if you say you're going to do something, do it. 
no matter yeah. how, what, if it bugs you or whatever, because then that's when people begin to respect the words that come out of your mouth. Yeah. And respect that. No, I mean it. When I say don't call me at this specific time. Don't call me at this time. I'm not going to pick up the phone. Because you I've told you said, if you're a friend day, in your head you was thinking, so there's two things I was going to respond to. So the first thing, when you was like, you switch off your phone, people might need you. You know who, you know who those people would be. Yeah. That would mm-hmm. deserve it. Mm-hmm. So, and this is what I was saying, the way I handled it the other day, I didn't think it was the best, but it was what was best for me at that time. But in reflection, what I would say is, you have maybe like five people, ten people. It should really not be that much. <laughs> you, Cut them down. It shouldn't be that much. It shouldn't really. Yeah. And you just message them and say, oh, you know what? I need to switch off for a yeah. bit. If you need to access me, call my... I don't want to have task phones anymore, but message me on Twitter because I'll be active yeah. on there. Mm. Email me and I'll put my phone on. Do you know what I mean? I feel yeah. like there's ways to do... There's ways you can do... Drop me a message first. Blah, 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 yeah. blah. And then, and then it will be fine. The other day, so when I switched off that time, the, the most recent time, before I switched off, I tried to reach out to one of my friends, yeah? And when I messaged her, it was like 8 a.m. in the morning. And I said to her, hi, have you got a minute? Mm. And her response was, if it's a chit-chat, then no. But if it's emergency, then, then yes. Mm. That's very clear. Mm. Yeah. That's 100%. very clear. If I was calling to chit-chat, I would have said, oh, you know what? Call me when you're free. Mm-hmm. But because it wasn't an emergency, mm-hmm. I was like, nah, it's eight. It's, you need it. It's eight in the morning. Why mm. would I be calling to chit-chat? Like, just call me, man. Mm. I mean, we didn't even end up speaking because... The way I know, I know that she meant. That's actually how I think someone should respond. No, definitely. But because I was dealing with so much at the time, and it felt like she was doing the wall being put up, I just rejected it and just yeah. moved mad. But I just I feel like boundaries like that are important. But I also feel like that's the other pair that not to say that was your problem, but that was your problem because you she gave you that option. No, hundred percent. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like, what her response I think is a good example. Yeah. Of how I'll someone should just, respond yeah. with a certain boundary. Yeah. And also, when I found out what she was doing on that day, she was on a romantic day with babes on the beach. Oh, please. <laughs> I said, when she told me, I said to her, Call 999. It wasn't even appropriate for me to be telling you. What I was going to tell her, I felt like I was I was strong enough to withhold that information until, until tomorrow yeah, when you've yeah. enjoyed your time with yeah, babes. Yeah, I thought it was Call 999. Do you get what I mean? No, but I feel like you have to, just, you have to enforce that. But I, I did that to her and she does it to me. So therefore, there's never ever going to be bad luck. It's reciprocal. Yeah. 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 I have a question actually. So as much as we are people that pour, that we have people that we have to pour into mm. and be there for, how many people do you have in the reverse? Like, who is your mm. person that you would call? Do you have a person that you would call at like 4 a.m. if you needed something? My mom. I want bride off. Um, yeah, no. I think I, I struggle with... Um, I've got a really bad, like, pride issue. I'm working on it. Like, my pride is ridiculous. Like, you struggle with showing weakness? Yeah, like, it's no, it's to a fault, though. Like, it's an issue. It's, like, it's, it's a proper thing, like, a conscious thing that I need to sort out. Mm. Like, my pride is very high. So, uh, because I've always been that point person to people, so I feel, always feel really... Not awkward, but I always feel like if I'm that person for someone, if I show that side... How will someone now come to me type thing? Yeah. But no, because now it's at my expense. I need, I need to do... And the thing is, I've got people around me that are that that yeah. are happy and willing and they'll literally always get on to me. Because I'm if I go through something, I'll go quiet and then I get out of it and I'll then go and tell people, oh, yeah. by the way, when I was quiet, it's because I went through A, B, C, and D. And then and some of my shocked. friends... And then they're like, Ropa, like, why did you not... Like, why did you not call me and say anything? Why, like, I'm always here like why are you going through stuff alone that type of vibe but it's because i always feel like and funny enough those people are not the people that come to me yeah yeah so that's always really like i'm just like okay cool maybe that's maybe god's put those people in my space for being that person for me yeah 
Yeah. You know what's funny is my coworker, uh, an Iranian woman, mm. great woman, she said to me, she's like, you know what, Leanne, we always try to be superwoman mm. and we try to think mm-hmm. that we can do it all. But she was like, even if you can do it all, mm. don't. Don't do it. Because yeah. at some point in time, people will just think that you don't need help. And exactly. you'll be flailing and drowning and nobody will, will come to save you. 100%. Because they'll just think that you can fix it yourself. And you're giving people that impression. Yeah. Yeah. And it's your doing. That's the crazy thing. It's like, that's in my control. And it's funny because when I asked the question, I was expecting everybody to say, actually... It's true, we don't have anybody. But even for me, I have loads of people mm-hmm. that I could call at 3 just o'clock in the morning. To. But it just choose not yeah. to. I'd rather sit there and ball by myself. By myself Literally, that and is cry. me. And then be like, okay. And then I'll talk to somebody about it after, after the I've facts. processed and yeah. dealt with my emotions yeah. or whatever it is. When push comes to shove, that's when I'm like, my mom. Because I know that's the one person by four. She has to pick up the phone. Yeah. She has to. So that's like, okay, when I re- like desperately do or die... That's when I'll do it. But I actually have those people that are happy and willing to do that for me. I just choose not to pick up the phone. And it's funny because I remember for even now, sometimes actually, when I'm like crying by myself and I'll think to myself, oh my God, I wish my mom was here mm-hmm. because she would just make everything right. She mm-hmm. would just fix it. Mm-hmm. But there are actually so many other people that have stepped in mm-hmm. as surrogate moms, mm-hmm best friends mm-hmm. aunties etc etc that i actually could call to lean on and mm-hmm. i just don't do it yeah what about you shan yeah um i don't think i have a person i feel like it used to be my mom but i think i'm very conscious that i'm the older sibling and she's got three other kids mm-hmm. two that are young one's a business is a wife mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm, I'm like hyper conscious of that that i don't really like going to her anymore because i feel like i'm adding another thing for her to do but i don't think you should no, I shouldn't. It's just something that I've... Do you know, it's funny enough, my, I've started to feel like that with my mum. But then she always turns around and she says, I'm your mum. You're yeah. my child. Mm. You will always be my child. Yeah. There's one person in this world. The world might not give a damn about what happens to you. That's the one person that will care. Yeah. yeah. So nothing will ever be like, oh my gosh, Shan, you put, like, you're burdening me. That's something yeah. my mum always says. You're not a burden. Ever. And she doesn't make me feel like one. I, just, I think I'm it's just because you're hyper So like, even when I was going for her. Yeah. yeah. Like, even when I was like... Going, like going through what I was going through the other day, the person I wanted to go to was her. Yeah. Mm. And I knew that I could, my mum's my mom really created a safe space for me, mm-hmm. but the person that I, that I could have gone to would have been her and could have been her, but I just didn't, I didn't know how to communicate mm-hmm. it at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I don't think I have a person, but I think I've got, I'm thinking about this a lot actually in the last few months, I've got like four people that I would say are like my best, I don't really like to use the term best friends mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. Super might let you down. <laughs> 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 Um, but I feel like I've got four best friends. Yeah. And I don't think I've ever even told them that they're my four best friends. But they're people that I can go to about absolutely anything at any time and feel safe to do that in. But So I guess collectively they're my person. Yeah. It depends on what I need at that point. Okay. So like one of my close subjects. friends, I probably wouldn't go to her to talk to her about mental health. Mm. One of my other close friends, and that same person I probably wouldn't go to if I'm going to cry. Mm-hmm. Mama's a very like logical person. So, like, if I'm going through something, she'll be like, okay, cool. Like, do you know when you just want a moment? I just want to cry. Like, I know that I want to get over it. I don't need your words of encouragement right now. I just want to shed tears and be okay to shed tears. And then I can think of a solution later. But she's one of those people, like, okay, cool. So, what are we going to do about it? Babe, I just want to cry. Like, I just want to shed tears. So, I I get it. You just want to feel how you feel without someone now coming to you with their two cents. Even though it's right, it's not what I need in this particular moment. Yeah. 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 And sometimes it's just good to ask for what you need, right? Yeah. 
so many of us, I think, are afraid to be upfront and be like, yes, I'm coming to you with a problem, mm-hmm. but actually mm-hmm. I don't need a, a resolution. Yeah. Yeah. I just need just for you listen. to listen to me. Yeah. I do that too a lot. I voice note Leanne <laughs> all the time and I'll be like, da, 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 and then I'll message her and be like, okay, that, that was just me. Feel free to not reply, but I just need to get it off my chest. And you know what's funny is, I was going to say is, you are literally the only person who I will always answer you call. Like other people, I'm not going to lie, and I'm sorry, I apologize, but sometimes I'll say something. Sometimes I'll, even some of my closest friends, sometimes I'll see their number pop up and I'm just like, I'm nah, going to take a minute. this yeah. right now. But if Shan calls me or she messages me, I will always listen to it as soon as she sends it to me. Because one, I know she's going to be really clear about what she wants. Yeah. I know she's going to be like, I just need five minutes of your time. Yeah. Or actually, I need your time right now. Yeah. And I need you to talk. I need to talk through something with yeah. you. And... I mean, sometimes I'll, Shan will call me and then we'll just start doing our own stuff and we'll and just, just be there. on the phone just and I'm just there. Yeah. You just don't need, I don't, she might not need anything from me. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. so our friendship is, yes, it's something that we work on, but mm-hmm. it's also something that's so not complicated yeah. because she's so upfront and transparent about pretty yeah. much everything. And I think mm. that's helpful with your with boundaries for you because you know exactly. It's almost like filling out a form. You're giving me exactly what you need. <laughs> and I'm going Five to, Yeah, no, literally though. About a man. Because I know what to expect. <laughs> I literally know what to expect from this. So I know whether it's going to take and all I my can energy prepare, or not. Yeah, and then yeah. you can mentally prepare. Yourself, yeah. And then be like, this is what I can give you and this is what I can't give you. Rather than people just calling up your phone and then now the rest of your week is ruined. And so in the few instances when... Shan will call me because it's genuinely in an emergency. Yeah. It doesn't feel heavy yeah. because it's like, oh, Shan never calls me in this yeah. instance. Like, I, I have the capacity yeah. to be here. That's like in the heights. I called you up in some in the trenches. If I was in the trenches with my boots now, the mud on my eyes, yeah, I called you in it. I'm walking through the mud, but I want to come to Screaming. Yeah, I'm in Jamaica, you know. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm in the mud. I need your help. The time difference is 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah, I can talk. <laughs> no, it's actually that. It's actually that. And to yeah, you know, one of those people, she's got a bait bedroom boy. Like, so are you sleeping? No. She's like, yes, mom. Like, no, I'm good, man. I'm good, man. I'm just my laptop. Do you know when you ask people that? Are you sleeping? No, not anymore, clearly. No. But I also spend 95% of my time in, in my bed. bed. Yeah. Like, we, we had a work retreat the other day, and they were like, you know, we had to create a user manual of how do you work, when do yeah. you work, what are your best times. And so one of the questions is, where do you work best? And I said, in my bed. In my bed. Right here. And so if you see me in my bed during our meetings, this is, this is where I'm being most productive right <laughs> this now. This is my zone. <laughs> but I feel like that's a good place to end. Yeah. yeah. It's been a great trip, yeah, ladies. Been nice distress. Like I feel lighter. Yeah, sun is shining. Yeah. I feel good about going back to London. I mean, not that. But <laughs> that was a <laughs> That's a good team part. I'm stay. But fine. Thanks Airbnb for this amazing Massive trip. Shout yeah. out to you people. This is great. We'll do more whenever <laughs> you're ready. <laughs> Next week. We're gonna email you as of now. <laughs> no, it's been a great partnership with Airbnb yeah. and we have been and it's nice to see a brand that is genuinely interested and invested mm-hmm. in black women experiencing 100%. something other than the norm. You yeah, know? Yeah, and championing that and being like 
the driving force to be like, no, we want you guys to do it, rather mm. than us approaching and trying to convince people. Yeah, yeah they've actually really, like, been they've, really like yeah. eager to. Yeah, they've just been like, guys. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, even my idea about relocating. If we were choosing this ourselves, I probably would have chose somewhere like local. <laughs> <laughs> Parking. I would have chosen something else. Just that apartment upstairs. <laughs> Just a different apartment. I would have chosen something else. I would have chosen something else. I cannot. <laughs> Guys, there's no delivery route out here. There's no delivery route. That don't exist. There's just Jennings. There's be- barely just eat. But look, we went to an Italian restaurant. We, did. we nice. had fresh made ice cream. We did. Yeah, it was nice. We went walking through the cobblestone streets. Yeah. Is no. that what you call them, cobblestone? Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I was just agreeing. Vibes. <laughs> <laughs> them narrows. Yeah. Shan was honking up the place. Nearly killed me, you know. Shan was saying hi to all the white people that we passed. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, hey, <laughs> No, Shan was doing spot the black person. <laughs> I was wearing my dope black woman jumper every day. They can see me around. So we're here, we're here. No, it's been a great weekend. Definitely has. Let's do it again, guys. Yeah. It makes me look forward to the dope black woman retreat whenever we get that sorted. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, we're putting into the atmosphere now. Yeah. It's in the air. It's in the air. By this time next year, hopefully, by God's grace. (laughs) Yeah. Good willing. So thanks so much for listening, everyone. Uh, Make sure you subscribe, listen, share. We are Dope Black Woman on Facebook and Twitter and Dope Black Woman 1 on Instagram. We will be back with you next week. Until then, stay blessed and unapologetically black. All the way black. Blackity black. Black Blacktastic. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.